This episode of the Chapter Next podcast is being brought to you by our title sponsor, Pump 5 Fuel Delivery Service, recorded and produced by our friends at Podcast Town. Pump 5 delivers quality car service directly to our members' cars. Do you hate going to the gas station? Our specially trained service providers will bring the gas directly to your car. Do you have no time to have your car detailed? Do you need tire services? Our members use our app to have our service providers bring their skills directly to their cars wherever their car is parked. So how does your morning look? Do you have to take the kids to school? Do you have to get up at ungodly hours to go to work? Are you desperately missing those last 20 minutes of sleep because you know you told yourself the night before that you had to go to the gas station? Well, our members enjoy a life where they can just get up, walk outside, get into their freshly cleaned, full tank cars, and go about their day. We want you to be able to enjoy that too. So be sure to check our website at www.pump5, that's P-U-M-P-F-I-V-E dot com. Welcome to the Chapter Next podcast. I am Talithia Thompson. I'm a mom, a grandma, a serial entrepreneur, and right now I'm just doing my best to make this next chapter of my life the best chapter of my life on purpose. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the Chapter Next podcast. And I would like to say thank you. Thank you very much to all the spectacular women and (laughs) non-women, I guess men, that show up and they want to hear and learn so we can grow together. I feel like the Chapter Next podcast is timely and necessary. There's just something about being able to celebrate women, right? So women over 40 who looked at the lives that they had built from themselves and decided this is just not what I want. Didn't make it bad. Didn't make it awful. Although it may have been for some of y'all, who knows? It was just not what you wanted, not what you wanted for your future. So you got to work making your life look exactly the way you wanted it to. So whether you got another career, whether you launched a business, whether you decided to stay home and take care of your babies, whatever it was, thank you very much for being a spectacular woman and deciding to go after the life of your dreams. And thank you very much for learning and growing with all the rest of us, because it's important that we all know that we are not alone out here. The changes that you wanted in your life, it wasn't just you. You weren't the only person sitting around wanting something different. And there was nothing wrong with you wanting to do any something different for your life. So Welcome to the chapter next, and let's continue the celebration together, y'all. Today, I'm going to talk about your circle. Now, by your circle, I mean the five or six closest people that are closest to you in your life, in your mental space, in your personal space too, maybe, if you've got kids or a spouse, but those people that affect you the most. According to Jim Rohn, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now, I don't know how that looks for you. When I first heard that, my first thought was like, I really only hang out with my kids. (laughs) Like that wasn't looking too good. I mean, my kids are smart, great people. They're not adults. They're not launching a business. We're just at different parts of our life, right? So one of the things that he, I mean, not only he, but just everybody that you really want to focus on are like, who are your friendships, your romantic partners? Potential romantic partners, whatever man or woman that you're looking at, wondering how they will fit in your life and how you might fit in theirs. Any coworkers, because you are with those folks a lot of time. Oftentimes you're with them more than you're with your family, depending on what your life is and what your career is. So my suggestion to you is just to spend a few minutes looking around and paying attention to the people that 
are in your space the most? Who are you talking to the most? Who are you having the most life-changing conversations with? Or even those simple conversations that just may be casual and totally unplanned and not even like big major conversations, but they are still just as impactful as far as like how you think and how you respond to things. Like pay attention to those because your closest relationships should definitely be done on purpose. So if you can't like, obviously we can't choose our relatives, right? You can't choose the family you were born into, your siblings, your parents, things like that. And you, I mean, I'm not even suggesting we would want to. What I'm saying is you can choose your inner circle. You can choose the people that you are talking to the most and that you are actually allowing to impact you and how you step. And the reason that is important is because more often than not, once you decide, okay, look, this life of mine, it has to change. I think our normal instinct is to start looking around at the people around us and seeing what they're doing. And then you look at the people that are doing what you want to, and it just feels like it's just so far and so outside of your reach. And more often than not, you will find yourself like talking to those people that are closest to you and closest in your circle. Unfortunately, whatever you do next can often be based on how they responded as well. Like they may not have had the best response. You may have a team full of cheerleaders and they were like, go for it, do it. And so you win it and you did it anyway. You may have a team full of folks who aren't exactly cheerleaders. But I mean, just based on where you are as a person, you went for it anyway. But I'll tell you this, having a circle that is supportive and that is cheering you on and holding you accountable matters like night and day as far as how far you go and how much progress you make in going after the life that you want to build. So let's talk about that a little bit, okay? Do you guys listen to How I Built This? It's another podcast. You can probably find it here on this platform. If not, go and check it out. Guy Raz, the guy that does the podcast in September of 2016, he interviewed Sarah Blakely. So she is the founder of Spanx. By the time he had interviewed her, she'd already done fabulously. She was already a millionaire. So her story was being told in hindsight, right? But if you remember anything, if you are familiar with her at all, or if not, I'll introduce it. So she created Spanx. And Spanx are the undergarments that women all over the world are thanking her for. Because, I mean, they're just control top undergarments. And they help to kind of put things where you want them to when you're dressing in a way that's formal, right? Or maybe not even not formal, just in a way that where you want your body to look the way it does when you have them on. So she got her start because she knew she liked how the undergarments felt as far as her pantyhose are concerned and the control top, the support that they offered. But she didn't want her feet covered. So she just cut the feet out, right? And so that's kind of how she got the idea, like, okay, this is really something that we all need and got busy going after building it, okay? And one of the things she says is ideas, even million-dollar ones, are the most vulnerable in their infancy. So don't share them with too many people. And it was a trip because one of the things I thought of when I first heard that was, like, especially like married people, like overall, this is not the podcast where I'll be encouraging you to keep stuff from your spouse, okay? But you do have to take a look at the people who are around you. One of the things that Sean Russell shared, she was the owner of Southern Elegance Candle Company. So if you haven't heard her, go back and listen to her episode. She's hilarious. And she talks a lot about how once she got started, her husband at the time wasn't altogether that supportive. And so when she was telling us her story from hindsight, it was showing like she had gone on and done well and built a million dollar company, but she wasn't married to him anymore because he couldn't get himself around to the idea of being supportive of her idea and what she was trying to build. So ultimately their marriage was a casualty 
of the next step, the next chapter, the next woman she became as she was building her life. But think about it. Like your closest relationships, they should be on purpose, right? They should be people that you have chosen on your own. So Sarah Blakely, she owns this billion dollar business, right? And she hid this idea from her friends and family, the people that were closest to her for a year. So they could tell she was building something. They could tell that she was moving in a certain direction and she had things going on, but her idea was so new and she wasn't confident that she'd be able to get the support that she needed from all these people that were closest to her to the point where by the time she told them, she literally like had a product that was out being sold to people in stores. (laughs) Like that was at the point where she told them what exactly she was building. And I don't know, when you look at the people that are in your circle, can you imagine them actually building and producing and having a product manufactured to the point where it's at Macy's when you found out, oh, yeah, my best friend built something? <laughs> I would hate to be the person in a relationship with someone where I couldn't be trusted with their secrets and they didn't feel like they could trust me with the things that they're building and their dreams and their goals. But I've also have experience in relationships where I was doing exactly that, where when you start to build something, I could definitely see the value in just not telling people until it's up and running and they can get some confidence in it. Like, I already felt good about it, but I don't know if y'all can handle it yet. (laughs) So you hang on to it until you can share with them. And it's out of love. That's the thing. And in fact, Sarah Blakely said that too. She said it was out of love, but out of love, they might have prevented me from taking a risk. She only discussed her business with people that she needed to brings Spanx to market with. So like her lawyers, her manufacturers, the people that were helping with the company. Nobody else knew, like not even her parents, y'all. And it's crazy. And it is, it's instinctive when you have a good idea and you want to go do something with it to tell everybody, especially if the people that are closest to you, especially if you're enthusiastic about it. Like you want to be like, oh my gosh, I got this cool thing going on. And you want to tell everybody. But what she said was, which totally, it was right on, is egos get invited into the mix. And let me just point out, when it's your dream and your goal and and it's something that you're dreaming about and it's blossoming, there is no room in that space for somebody else's ego, not even for yours. And what she mentioned was you spent all your time defending it, right? Like you're trying to convince these people why it's a good idea and why it'll work, as opposed to being able to take all that energy and put it towards building it and making it something beautiful and gorgeous that you have built and done on your own. So keep that in mind, y'all. In fact, One of the things she said was something she kept hearing was, if it's a good idea, why hasn't someone else done it already? And it's crazy because (laughs) just because it hasn't been done doesn't make it not a good idea for starters. And also, just because I got this idea now doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. Like, everything was created in its own timeline. Like, who was telling Alexander Graham Bell that? Why didn't you do this 50 years ago? (laughs) And honestly, if we can look at humankind, they probably were. But the thing that's important to make note of is like people, they mean well, they really do. And I think we tell them things like because we're so excited and we're enthusiastic about it. So whether it's starting a business or, hey, I really want to go back to school and get my master's degree or whatever this thing is that's just in your spirit and it's burning, you get excited about it and you want the people around you to be excited too. But the truth is sometimes they just aren't. It's not a poor reflection on them. In fact, the reason they're sharing their doubts with you Well, there's many reasons. I don't know. But one of the reasons could be because they care about you and they don't want to see you fail. But what you can't do is have your actions and your dreams and your goals based on somebody else's view of whether or not you'll fail. That ain't got nothing to do with you. That's none of your business. So are the people in your circle folks that you can tell your ideas to? 
So if you think about your closest circle, the closest people that are just in your space, and they may be relatives, blood relatives, or they just may be family that you chose, right? People that aren't necessarily related. Are they people that you can tell your ideas to? And if not, spend some time thinking about that, right? Not necessarily saying don't be friends with them anymore, right? Just consider the space that they have in your life and ask yourself if they can stay there for this next chapter. You know what I mean? They may just have to be moved to a different space, not kicked out of your life, right? Just in a different space. Another thing that's important is consider the source, okay? If you have to keep considering that source when you tell them something, (laughs) then you also should start asking yourself, should they be somebody that's close to my circle? For instance, like your plan may be to build a business. Well, actually, when I started Pump 5, it's a gas delivery service. That's what we do, right? So we've got an app. Our customers order gas. We deliver it to their car. That was how we got our start. We would deliver it to their car wherever the car was parked to pretty much save people the weekly trip to the gas station. And it was interesting because most people that I told, I didn't tell a whole lot of people, but most of the people that I told, I was either telling them for, like I did tell my husband at the time, he was supportive. He wasn't awful about it at all. And then I was talking to people that I thought would be potential customers, right? So people that I would start delivering gas to to really kind of work out the logistics and figure out like, (laughs) how do you even deliver gas to people legally and safely on the street in the city, right? So those are the people that I was talking to about it. I do remember clear examples of times when I mentioned it to certain people and they were like, nobody will pay for that. Or you can't make a business doing that. That's actually kind of stupid. Are people really that lazy that they don't want to go to the gas station? And it was interesting because I was so excited about it that their responses, they literally bounced off of me. So it wasn't like I held on to them, right? But I do remember being that shocked that, well, shocked that that was their response. But I also had to consider the source. And this is the jam. Like the people I were talking to are probably people, well, they definitely were people that had worked like in normal jobs their whole lives. And it wasn't even like they were working at jobs that they were happy with because they weren't. <laughs> in fact, they had, the one person had been working at the same job for the last 35 years and he hated it. He hated the job. He hated the shift he was working. He hated the work, but he had buckled down all those years ago and decided to stay. And now he's at the point where he's pretty much waiting to retire. But everything about his life and his body and his spirit shows that he's been doing something he hasn't been happy with for a very long time. This other person Great guy, super friendly, and he's actually really a good friend, but he doesn't have any confidence in himself. So it wasn't like me telling him about my dream and my goal. If he had responded any differently, like if he had been like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea, you totally can do it. I wouldn't have been shocked, but it didn't surprise me that that wasn't his response either because it wasn't as if he has any confidence in his own dreams and goals. So how could I expect him to have any confidence in mine So that was kind of one of those things where when I say consider the source, that's what I mean. Okay, who are you talking to? What perspective do they have on their lives and their dreams? And what perspective do they have of you? You may mention something to them and in their lives and in their minds, they're like, eh, you can't do that. But like, how do they know? (laughs) Like overall, people are still figuring out how to like and love themselves. They're still figuring out what they can do and what they're capable of. No one else is in a better position to tell you what you are capable of and what you can do than you are. So don't ever forget that. So even if what they are offering is genuine and they mean well, and let's just be honest, that's not always the case either. But even if what they are offering is genuine and they mean well, people can be genuinely wrong. So keep that in mind when they are giving you insight on your life, okay? One of the things Sarah Blakely said was in reference to 
people being like, don't do it or you can't do it. Or if, if it was such a great idea, why hasn't someone else done it? Her response was, if I had heard that the night I cut the feet out of my pantyhose, I'd probably still be selling fax machines because that's what she was doing while she was launching this business. She was working it out and making the money she needed to have her life and take care of her responsibilities while designing and getting Spanx to market. And whoa, has that not worked out wonderfully for her? Because now the company, like she is a privately owned company and she's literally a billionaire. So just keep that in mind, y'all. Protect your dreams and goals, okay? Do what you need to to protect those jokers and hold them close to you and work at them as if they mean everything to you because they do. And the only person that needs to be excited when it's all said and done about your success is you. And trust me, if you set a plan and you pray and you execute and you build, you will be. You will be able, the time will come when you can look at yourself and you can look at your progress and be like, whew, <laughs> somebody did something pretty awesome and I think that somebody is me. And hopefully you are in a position to celebrate yourself, okay? If you aren't, give us a call. We'll celebrate you here because I always, always, always am appreciative when we as people are able to go after building something we want and we succeed at it. So either you celebrate you or call us, we'll celebrate you. But the celebration is needed. Keep that in mind, y'all, okay? All right. So at this time, we'd like to give a special shout out to our title sponsor, Pump 5 Fuel Delivery Service, for delivering quality car service directly to our members. Our members don't go to the gas station. Our members don't have to worry about taking their card to have it detailed and leaving it there all day. And our members also don't have to worry about having to plan a special trip in their busy lives just to go and have their tires taken care of. They use our company app to schedule all those services at their convenience and our specially trained providers will bring those services directly to their car. We deliver gas on site, we provide tire service on site, and we also provide auto detailing at our members' convenience. So how does your life look? Do you have any extra time specifically to set aside for anything extra that also includes having your car taken care of? Our Pump 5 members don't, and they don't have to. So be sure to look into Pump 5. That's www.pump5.com. That's P-U-M-P-F-I-V-E.com. So our service providers can deliver our services directly to your car. Pump 5 is recorded and produced by our friends at Podcast Town. That is www.podcasttown.com. Be sure to check them out for all your podcasting needs. Thank you very much. So. The first thing was building, right? Just as far as protecting your dream and making sure you're taking care of that vulnerable dream and goal as if it is something important because it is. It could very well be the next billion dollar idea. The second thing I want to suggest to you, if you look around and your circle is not one that is conducive to your growth, if it's not a bunch of people that will encourage you, hold you accountable, things like that, then build yourself a circle. <laughs> it may not be in place already. You may have to build it. There's nothing wrong with that. Are you planning to go back to school? Well, find some like-minded study partners. Find some other women that are your age that are going to school, that have gone back to school when they were your age. Even if you're going to classes and there's one other woman in class in some other program, you may see her walking around campus. Just introduce yourself. Become study partners. Hold each other accountable. Cheer each other on until you are both finished. Because there's really some, there's just some magic in doing it with somebody else. You can do it alone. Don't misunderstand me. But being able to grow and work and learn while doing it side by side with someone else that is doing the same thing, there's just something magical there about knowing if this person doesn't see you walking at a certain place on campus at a certain time, they're going to call you or text you and be like, where are you? Like, there is just some beauty in knowing that. So do what you can to reach out. Are you building a business? 
get yourself a group of business besties. Like they may not be building the same kind of business you are. They may not be in the same industry you are. They may not even be in the same place. They could have built a business years ago or they could just still be launching one. The important thing is being surrounded by like-minded people that are also building something. And y'all can grow and build and even just growing entrepreneurially together is priceless. So do that. Find those people. You may have to pray about it. You may have to spend some time just (laughs) letting the Lord or the universe know, okay, look, this is what I need. And these are the kind of people that I want in my space. But then act, right? If you can't find those people, start a Facebook group. Join an incubator program. I was recently participating in Founder Gym. And one of the first things I did was group us together with a group of other women. And oh, this is the cohort for Black women. It's like just all Black women in this cohort, which is kind of cool. Actually, it's priceless. It was cool to see. But one of the things that they did was they grouped us together with a group of other women. And it's been phenomenal. Jet Constellations also is their local group. Um, and, but they also had a local incubator program that they hosted as well. And there's like, I think, seven or eight businesses that are participating there. And there is just something about talking to other people about what you're doing and what you're building and hearing their input and getting suggestions from them. And there, there may be this one thing that you've been turning over in your head. And there was, there was just a couple things that I was really trying to get. It was like, I knew how to get from point A to point C, but point B was kind of fuzzy. So it was so helpful to get input from other people on how to fill in that blank. But it's there. Those people are there. And you don't need a large group, right? You can start a local networking group. You can go to different expos and trade meetings, different things where there's people in your industry or maybe people that aren't in your industry, but they still need the same tools and just kind of meet a couple people there. Now, I'll tell you this. The introvert in me hears me talking about start a group, join a group, go talk to people. And I'm just rolling my eyes at myself because I know I don't necessarily like to do that. (laughs) But that's why the incubator groups work. You know what I mean? We were put into those groups and we were able to meet people that way. But the thing is, you can do it. Like I said, you don't need a large group. You know what I mean? It could be just one or two other people. You know, it could be other people that are growing a business. But to be able to get that kind of feedback from other smart people that are building and that will hold you accountable, it is life-changing. It really is. And it helps a lot as far as knowing you'll have some kind of accountability and knowing for certain that when you have wins, you can share those wins with other people and y'all will all celebrate with each other together. So it may not be the people that live in your house that are the most excited about you getting that grant. But those four or five ladies in your group who was like helping you to fill out the application and helping you to have some encouragement as far as like what you were answering, those folks will celebrate you. Those are the people that they may be virtual. Y'all may be having a virtual cup of wine together in celebration, but it's still awesome. And it's great to know that they're out there and that they're encouraging you. So is there anyone that you like, any like particular person that you follow on Facebook or Instagram, like y'all will hear me mention Eric Thomas a lot, Eric Thomas and the Secret to Success podcast. So I listen to his stuff and hear his information all the time. He has a group that they call Game Changers. And it's a group of people that they pretty much network. They are working and growing together in life. They hold each other accountable with their goals and things like that. So if you don't know anybody in your area, see if the person, any of the like influencers that you are following, if they have any groups or something that you can join and be a part of, even if you can just kind of dip your toe in and (laughs) participate just enough to be participating, but still be surrounded around the kind of energy that you need. So keep that in mind, y'all. Go where the builders are. Go where they're hanging out. If you need to volunteer somewhere to meet some people, do that. Just whatever you need to connect. You can send a message on social media or whatever you need to see if 
Like the people that you are hoping to imitate or hoping to grow with will reach out back to you. But the point here that I really would like for you to understand is it's important and it's possible. Like you can totally do it. So another thing that is very important about the people that are closest in your circle is they can't put your light out. Those cannot be the people. And that's why sometimes it is important to go outside of your family and your closest friends, because those are the people that you know the most, what they say mean the most. But oftentimes they just can't always see your vision, right? So I'm not saying they can't help. And I'm not saying it's not coming from a good place. I'm not saying that it doesn't necessarily mean well. What I'm saying is people can't always see your vision. Okay, God told you. It wasn't a conference call. He didn't tell all them. (laughs) He told you. So it's your responsibility to make sure that this thing is pushed ahead and fed and watered and built until it becomes something big and great. And trust me, trust me, when the work is done and the results are there, then people will be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you did that. I believed in you every step of the way, even though those are the same folks you were having the conversations with a couple years ago that was telling you it couldn't happen. That's why it's important for you to stay the course and for you to do it, okay? Um, One of the boundaries that I've set with, like, I've got a couple people in my space and I call them folks that have the knee-jerk no. It's like you tell them something and before you can get it out of your mouth good, they're like, yeah, no, it won't work. Yeah, no, you can't do that. And those people will literally have like a list of reasons why it won't work. Like that's just their superpower. Unfortunately, it's negative. <laughs> it's not helping them. It wasn't helping me. But that's all they had. It's like, eh, you can't do that. No, nobody will do that. So what I will do with those people, what I, a boundary that I've put in place is, those are my troubleshooting people. So what I've explained to them is, okay, look, your superpower is coming up with reasons almost instantly why things won't work. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just how you think. But it's hurtful to me. I don't want that information from you. So what I will allow them to do in my life, in my space while we're talking is, okay, your brain will come up with reasons why this won't work. So then what I want you to do is go to the next level and also come up with ways, present it to me as if, okay, so instead of telling me you can't go up those stairs because those stairs are too steep, there's too many stairs. What I need to hear from you is, okay, look, these are a lot of stairs, so you need to stretch. You need to get some water, take a deep breath and be prepared to push through because it's going to be a lot of work. I need you to voice it to me in a way that prepares me, not in a way that tears down my idea. And what rocks is it helps them too. (laughs) All of a sudden, this person who normally has 12 reasons why something won't work, now they're using that energy to find a solution. Like it helps them too. And what's funny is like, I will let you know the first couple of times y'all do it, that won't be their response. They won't be good at it because that's just not how they're used to responding to you. But you have to catch it, okay? So the very first time they're like, yeah, I don't think this will work because then your brain is like, okay, great. So what's a good solution for that? Now, I'll tell you this, being around those people, even though you're trying to look for a solution, is still exhausting. It's still a lot of work. You still don't want to have to go through that every time you tell them something. So give them a couple tries and remind them, okay, hey, I don't know if you remember, but the last time we talked, I made it clear to you that when I bring my ideas to you, that since you have such a good grasp on the things that could go wrong, I need you to start presenting me with solutions for those things. If all they have is I don't know or they just won't do it, then you have learned in that whole experience that that is not a person that can be closest to you in your inner circle and you cannot share your dreams and goals with them. But they had a chance, right? (laughs) It's not like they won't be in your life anymore, but that will definitely not be the person that you go to to celebrate the next time you've got a great idea or a great plan or when you're ready to take the next step in your life. They won't like it. (laughs) They won't. But you did give them a chance and that's the time to remind them. 
They may fix it. They may not. That really has nothing to do with you. (laughs) You can't set yourself on fire to warm these other people up. You know what I mean? You can't help them be in a situation where they feel like, yay, I told you all the ways this can go wrong and they've destroyed your dream and made you feel bad and you're walking away wondering why I even told them anything. You know what I mean? So they are in a position. They have been empowered. They can come up with some solutions. They can tell you exactly what they're planning to do. If they don't do that, then the place where they'll be in your life was really, that was done by them. That's not your fault. You didn't put them in that situation. So keep that in mind. And I'm not saying to kick those folks to the curb. I'm not saying to remove them from your life completely. Because the truth is, that's your decision. Okay, don't y'all go telling y'all friends, Talithia told me to leave you alone because you're always negative in my life. That ain't what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you decide if it's worth it. (laughs) You decide if they are worth it. You decide where in your life they go. Do they go in the inner circle where the few people that you talk to and celebrate with and grow with are all a part of? Or are they maybe outside of that circle, sitting a little bit farther back? Are those the friends that you just keep up with a little bit more via text and Facebook and maybe not always getting together every day? Like you have to decide that for you. And just because you're putting them in a different place in your life, it doesn't mean doesn't mean you love them any less. They're just not the friend for business and growth and for going back to school and from promoting yourself. And they have to get there on their own. Now, keep in mind, they may not, (laughs) and that has nothing to do with you. You can't decide to not grow because they aren't. You really have to go after what you need and what you want to do in your life. But you can still love that person. You just love them from a different space in your life. So keep that in mind, okay? And be prepared. People are not ready for your growth. People are not ready for you to change. They just aren't, especially they're not ready for you to do it on purpose. You and your growth and you doing something different puts them out of their comfort zone. And man, depending on how strong the personality is and how long they've been around, they will respond in kind. Unfortunately, that'll have to be okay. And they'll have to be okay with it. Not good, not something to celebrate, but it'll have to be what it is because you have to step on and keep going to that next chapter in your life because you deserve it, because you've earned it, because that's the person you are now. If you've decided in your life, okay, I drink too much. I don't want to drink anymore. I'm tired of, especially as we get older, like those 20-year-old hangovers just don't feel the same as the 45-year-old hangovers. They just don't. So if this is the friend that you get together and y'all go out and y'all have drinks and your plan is to have a glass of wine, but three bottles of wine and a flight of shots later, you y'all are taking a lift home (laughs) because y'all better not drive, okay? Well, then pay attention to that situation, right? Pay attention to your response. Are you really serious about changing your life and not going down that road again? Okay. When you talk to that friend about it, what is their response? Are they like, yeah, girl, I get it. You're right. We need to cut that mess out. We can't do it anymore. So then what's the plan? The next time do y'all meet up? Do you not, maybe not go to somewhere like Cheesecake Factory with a full bar? Do y'all go to Dairy Queen for lunch? Have a dilly bar instead? Like, what's the plan? But have a plan in place. Okay. And That way you can still cultivate the friendship. Y'all can still see each other just as much, but you just don't do it in a way where neither of you are helping each other to grow. And that's your plan, okay? Pay attention to their response. That person may not be trying to change. You may be like, okay, look, I don't want to do this anymore. And they're still perfectly fine with it. That is okay. Just don't let her drag you down, okay? That may neither be the friend that the next time y'all talk, you text and y'all hang out somewhere else together. Y'all go walk around at the mall. But that's for you to decide. Just keep in mind that your progress and the steps that you take, the direction that you go, 
make sure it's something you're choosing and not just something you're going along with because that's how it's always been. Because the only way you'll get something different is by doing something different. So keep that in mind, okay? Their responses are important, right? So keep in mind, if you've told folks, okay, look, I'm about to start this business and I'm ordering the materials and I started my website and if all you get from them are the teeth sucking, the side eye, if they're laughing at it, even if like, Lord forbid, they're like belittling your dreams, then just keep in mind that this may be a person that can't handle this next chapter in your life as a part of your inner circle. They just can't. If you talk to them about it and you're still telling them what you're dreaming and building on, They don't even have to like it, right? They don't have to support it. You're not necessarily asking them to come and move boxes. You're just saying to be supportive. If they can't handle that, that's their decision. That's their decision on your life. So you have to make a decision on your life based on what they've decided. You know what I mean? So keep that in mind, y'all. It's very important. And like I said, you may have to just adjust their position in your space. So keep that in mind. You're building this next chapter on purpose. You are. So be purposeful about your inner circle and who's in it. Have an inner circle. <laughs> Build that inner circle as if it's just important, as if it's really important to your success, because it is. I'm not saying you can't do it on your own. I'm just saying that's one of those things where if you can look around and you're celebrating together and celebrating with other people, you have a higher chance of succeeding. And that's what we all want here, success. So keep it going and be purposeful about building your next chapter and be purposeful about the circle that's building with you, okay? So that's it. If y'all have any questions for me, feel free to get in touch with me via email. You can email us at thrive at thechapternextpodcast.com. So that's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, at thechapternextpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. If you want to have a more focused conversation with me, if you're looking to chat about solutions or suggestions or plans for things that you're working on in your life, whether it's going back to school with babies or just going back to school, going to school at all. If you want to start a business, if you just want to find a way to just not have to get up and go to work anymore and you're looking for solutions to do that, let's chat about a way you can do that and still feel as if you have a life that you feel good about and that you love. So reach out and find me on Clarity. That is a platform where you can literally set up time to talk to me. We will call each other on the phone and we'll chat for a good hour or so about just whatever your next chapter is. I would love to do that. And so once again, the platform is Clarity. So it's Clarity, C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot F-M. You'll be able to find me there. There is a cost. So I think it's about 60 bucks, but Clarity gets a little bit of that. I want to say about $15 because I'm using that platform and the rest of it goes to me. But that is an opportunity for us to be able to talk and work out whatever you've got on your mind and see if we can get you to the next level. The next thing I'd like to Let you all know is if you want to be a guest on the Chapter Next podcast, feel free to reach out. Send us an email or a Facebook post or a video or whatever. Just kind of letting us know if you know a woman who's over 40 who changed her life significantly. She just made a pivot. She decided that this life is wonderful, but I'm going to make it even better by going after this thing that I'm dreaming about. But we would love to talk to her here and celebrate with her and share her story with you so you all know that you can just keep it in mind that if it can be done by her, it can be done by you. And we can come up together and celebrate together, y'all. Keep that in mind. So just a reminder, on the last podcast, we were talking about you all picking the one thing, the one thing that you were going to do for the next 90 days. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, y'all, go back and listen to the episode before this one. We were talking about growing and self-discipline. And so the challenge was that you pick one thing that you do for the next 90 days And do it on purpose to encourage yourself to be more self-disciplined. 
So how's that going? How's that one thing going? I know it's been about a week since you heard that, y'all. So for the last seven days, how did y'all do with keeping up with that one thing? Reach out and let us know. Feel free to leave us a rating and comments below. And we are looking forward to talking to y'all next time. So thank you very much for joining us and have a good day. Go out there and keep being spectacular, y'all. Goodbye. Hello, ladies. So if you'll remember one of the earlier episodes when I was sharing my experience with just transitioning from working full time for someone else and starting my own business as a business owner, one of the things that I was doing was I was a serial entrepreneur, meaning I was delivering just about everything. I was delivering people, packages, food, all kinds of stuff. But one of the experiences that stuck out to me the most was I was a driver for Lyft. I was an independent contractor for them. And I was also an independent contractor for DoorDash. And the reason I'm mentioning this to you is because I know one of the concerns people that are transitioning have is I just don't have enough money. I can't pay for this or I don't have any extra money in my world to do whatever this other thing is. And so I would like to encourage you to consider Lyft or DoorDash as a side hustle or just something to do on the side. So I'm going to post a link in the show notes. I know right now there's always different promotions that they're having. Right now, if you start driving in my area, you can get up to an $800 bonus for being a Lyft driver. Or if you want to deliver for DoorDash, they offer bonuses as well. So I'm going to include the links for both of those options in the show notes. Feel free to go and look them over, review them, and see if that's something that's interesting to you. If you decide to do it, great. Tell them to leave the you if you decide not to and that, that those things are not for you. Just do a little more research and see what different gigs or different like side jobs that you could do for a little extra money or to free up a little more time that may be available to you. So thank y'all again for listening. I am Talithia Thompson, a mom, a grandma, a serial entrepreneur, just doing my best to make this next chapter of my life the best chapter of my life on purpose. Oh, 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 oh